0: So, how best to continue my story? I thought before I moved forward from my last episode, I should move backwards. There's a lot that goes into making me who I am today. Literally my whole life. I feel like I should touch on the most important parts of my childhood, however. They may help you glean an understanding of some of my flaws and instabilities today. My mom and dad were still married when I was born. Dad... He's a sociopath (laughs) I've looked up the definition of it before and it fits him eerily well abusive racist sexist homophobic literally every quality I hate in a human being he displays with vigor A good portion of my open-mindedness comes from that. I never wanted to be anything like him. He was a body man his whole life. Worked on cars, smoked like a chimney, drank like a fish, cussed like a sailor, and did and sold as many drugs as he could get his hands on. Still smokes and drinks. His vulgarity can outclass mine on a good day. As far as I know, he doesn't do drugs anymore. But he would lie to me about it anyway. I suppose he does one drug for sure. He draws a disability. Hops viking him all day now. Complains about everything around him. To give you an example of what kind of an impact he might have had on me in my life. The oldest memory that I have is me threatening him with my fire truck, when I was probably two or three years old, because I had watched him hit my mother. (sighs) He's been married five times in total. Yeah, five. Two of those marriages happened and were done so quick, I didn't even realize I had a stepmom. I was never invited to any of his weddings. I don't know why that surprises me, to be honest. He's been to prison. When he was arrested, he held the record for the biggest drug bust in the county. It was so bad. I mean, I've had people my whole life ask if I knew Randy McCoy once they learned my name. (laughs) If I say yes, I usually hear that they used to buy or do cocaine with him charming the incident that finally got him busted and locked away for seven years was just shockingly awful after my mom left him about two weeks later he wanted to come by and pick me and my brother up for a visit turned out he just wanted to know where we had moved to he took us back home and later that night he did a drive by shooting on the house eleven bullets two of them went through the room my brother and I were sleeping in insane I ever saw him after that I suppose my mom thought it would be okay to be around him after prison maybe she thought it had straightened him out maybe it was court orders as part of the divorce I don't know and I don't fully care I don't know why he ever wanted to see me, or why my mom ever let him see me. When I got older, I I found out he doesn't even claim me as his own. He swears up and down, my mom cheated, and that I'm a bastard child. hate him. It's not a hate, like, oh my god, my dad is so lame, he did this. I hate him so much. No. It's a pure hatred. I've listened my whole life to counselors tell me that My relationship with my father is where a lot of my issues stem from. They're probably right, but I don't want them to be. I don't want to credit that man with anything about me. I still sought his favor. I still tried to make him like me, to love me, and accept me, want me. I never felt like he did. Still don't. He likes my brother, the child he planned, the child he claims, the child he wanted. I've tried my best to not let it bother me. I've always had my mom and my brother always been enough for me. Yeah, it'd be nice to have an actual relationship with an actual father, but he isn't one. Not to me. My brother has always been my male figure in my life. <laughs> we used to fight. <laughs> He's 6 years older than me and he used to hate his annoying little brother tagging along everywhere he went. So, he was mean. Until I could hit him back. <laughs> then we were friends. <laughs> Best friends. I think he knows that our father's attitude towards me has fucked me up in life. He tried his best to fill the void and distract me when he could. Taught me to shave. Taught me how to drive. Gave me his version of the birds and the bees. He taught me how to play baseball, throw football, play video games. He did his best. I love my brother more than I'll ever know how to tell him. I don't think I'd be here today without him. Mom, this one is complicated a bit in a way. I don't know of her baby, her youngest child. So gave her far more grief and stress than anything else in her life, and in return, I know some of the choices she has made throughout my life have caused issues with me as well. I only ever had one parent she Tried to give me as much as two parents would. <laughs> However, as a consequence, being told no by her was tantamount to murder in my eyes. <laughs> I didn't know how to take it. It took me a lot longer in life to learn that it's okay for someone I've grown to depend on for something or another to say no that sounds rapey (laughs) like that's not how I meant it I don't really know how to phrase that hopefully the point gets across When I was young, and she would leave me home alone so she could go out, I felt abandoned. No one home with me at all. When I was young nine or maybe ten. Almost 20 years later and I still hate being alone. Panic attacks while you're alone, because you're alone, and knowing you have no one to call is not fun. It's hell. Thinking back now, that's what was happening to me then. I remember the first New Year's New Year's Eve that she left me home by myself. My brother went to his girlfriends and for whatever reason I couldn't get our household to work. It was getting close to midnight and I didn't want to be alone. I ran across the street to where my stepdad's, at the time, talk about him in a bed. It's where his mom and dad lived, and I basically broke into their house to use their phone to call the bar I knew my mom was at, <laughs> so they could answer the phone and they could talk to her, and I'm just sobbing at her. Begging for her to come home. Taking measures like that. Calling the bar that she was at. and Hoping I could get through. Hoping I was... I guessed the bar, right? That's what I had to do. If I ever wanted to talk to her. There were no cell phones. No texting. Just hours alone with video games. I started using the video games to escape my own feelings. I was alone, sure, but the character in my video game wasn't. I lived their life instead of my own, so it wouldn't hurt so bad. That survival tactic definitely carried over into my adult life. I know she loves me. As much as any mother could ever love her son. Or maybe even more. Probably why it always hurt so bad when it felt she chose someone over me. I'm not incestuous. The feelings don't go into that that territory from either one of us. It's just... I know how hard she tried To make me feel like it was okay To not have a dad She did double the amount Any single parent should have to I know she wanted to help She's my strongest supporter Harshest critic and most adamant defender. However, I'm beginning to understand that the strong dependence she imprinted on me may have crippled me later in life. Mama remarried after dad and the dude was okay to me and Brandon he was okay to me he was good with Brandon just like dad he still liked Brandon better he was older could help work on cars he took more of an interest in our stepfather's hobbies it was kind of obvious which one of us he preferred mom had remarried so me and my brother could have a father worked out okay for Brandon it might have been a contributing factor to what led to their divorce but to this day I still don't know what caused the divorce between him and my mom She came out of the closet shortly afterwards and started a relationship with the woman who is her wife today maybe she just realized that she didn't like men anymore after dad I uh I don't think I blame her her wife's name is the man the relationship between myself and my stepmother is one of hate we have openly admitted to hating one another we strain ourselves to be nice to each other while mom is around but when she's not it's pure ice between us Once mom divorced her husband and started a relationship with a woman. He lost his fucking mind not not nearly as bad as my father did. He didn't drive by the house or anything, but no he uh he started spreading hateful rumors and stories about my. See if I can remember his favorite go to. No good carpet munching cunt of a mother. He was rather popular and liked in the town I grew up in. So the story got around pretty quick. My brother started getting into fights with kids in high school who had heard the stories from their parents. Small town values. Parents encouraged their kids to fuck with him. And me. I started getting teased and bullied as well. Sixth graders don't have the best understanding of homosexuality, so to them, if my mom was gay, I must have been too. I got bullied a lot. Was in plenty of fights myself. Constantly in detention. got suspended once or bashing a kid's head with a history book I could never escape the teasing I wasn't emotionally mature enough to handle what was going on looking back now I realized that what was going through my mind was basically homophobic thoughts. I had lived my whole life with an understanding that it was a man and a woman. I was brought up in a Catholic church. So, between my understanding of what a relationship was and the teasing and bullying I was getting at school, it was starting to make me think that my mom was doing something wrong and immoral. I couldn't talk to her about it. I was ashamed of her. In my mind at the time, her decision of being with a woman was causing me pain. So I didn't want to talk to her. No way in hell I could talk to my father. Even if he would have been out of prison at the time. My brother seemed distant, but It's only because he was going through the same thing. I felt like I didn't have anybody. I decided I couldn't do it anymore. This was my attempted suicide. I loaded a shotgun with one single shell, the way dear old dad had taught me and Brandon at four and ten years old. Pumped it. I put the barrel in my mouth. I cut my tongue on a jagged piece of the barrel. still feel where it cut me if I think about it long enough. I can still taste the harsh bitterness of metal and dried gunpowder. I sobbed and choked a few times. I reach down, and I push the trigger as hard as I could. Nothing. Safety. Forgot to take the safety off. Of all fucking things. I couldn't summon the strength to do it again. I instead began smoking ripe old age of 11 started pot at 12 began cutting at 13 no little nicks for me no small discreet cuts Hidden where no one could see him. But now... I performed forearm length mutilations. I guess for how young I was, the only reason that the scars aren't visible today. And I'm glad. I would hate to have to explain to my kids why they're there. I outgrew the cutting, kinda, more on that in a few episodes, I don't smoke pot anymore, but I'll probably consider it if they ever legalize it in the state I'm in. I still smoke, I'm sure you can hear the lighter click a few times in these recordings. buying a vape soon. Hopefully I can quit. I don't think I have any lessons to pick apart this time. Take what you want from this story. There are two things I'll add, however. I am living proof that no matter how shitty your parent or parents are or were, it is up to you to be better. I'm better than my father in a lot of ways. In some ways, I'm exactly like him. I've spent several months now working on improving those aspects of my life and personality. Two, keep your siblings close, cherish that relationship, strengthen that bond. They may be the only ones who can ever fully understand. What you're going through. Brandon kept me sane, safe, and calm through a lot of my acceptance of my mom coming out. Thanks for listening. I'll see you soon.